section nineteen of something childish and other stories this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by rob marland something childish and other stories by catherine mansfield a suburban fairy tale mr and mrs b sat at breakfast in the cosy red dining-room of their snug little crib just under half an hour's run from the city there was a good fire in the grate for the dining-room was the living-room as well the two windows overlooking the cold empty garden patch were closed and the air smelled agreeably of bacon and eggs toast and coffee now that this rationing business was really over mr b made a point of a thoroughly good tuck-in before facing the very real perils of the day he didn't mind who knew it he was a true englishman about his breakfast he had to have it he'd cave in without it and if you told him that these continental chaps could get through half the morning's work he did on a roll and a cup of coffee you simply didn't know what you were talking about mr b was a stout youngish man who hadn't been able worse luck to chuck his job and join the army he tried for four years to get another chap to take his place but it was no go he sat at the head of the table reading the daily mail mrs b was a youngish plump little body rather like a pigeon she sat opposite preening herself behind the coffee set and keeping an eye of warning love on little b who perched between them swathed in a napkin and tapping the top of a soft-boiled egg alas little b was not at all the child that such parents had every right to expect he was no fat little trot no dumpling no firm little pudding he was undersized for his age with legs like macaroni tiny claws soft soft hair that felt like mouse fur and big wide-open eyes for some strange reason everything in life seemed the wrong size for little b too big and too violent everything knocked him over took the wind out of his feeble sails and left him gasping and frightened mr and mrs b were quite powerless to prevent this they could only pick him up after the mischief was done and try to set him going again and mrs b loved him as only weak children are loved and when mr b thought what a marvellous little chap he was too thought of the spunk of the little man he well he by george he why aren't there two kinds of eggs said little b why aren't there little eggs for children and big eggs like what this one is for grown-ups scotch hares said mr b fine scotch hares for five shillings three pence how about getting one old girl it would be a nice change wouldn't it said mrs b jugged and they looked across at each other and there floated between them the scotch hare in its rich gravy with stuffing balls and a white pot of red currant jelly accompanying it we might have had it for the weekend said mrs b but the butcher has promised me a nice little sirloin and it seems a pity yes it did and yet 
dear me it was very difficult to decide the hair would have been such a change on the other hand could you beat a really nice little sirloin there's hare soup too said mr b drumming his fingers on the table best soup in the world oh cried little b so suddenly and sharply that it gave them quite a start look at all the whole lot of sparrows flown on to our lawn he waved his spoon look at them he cried look and while he spoke even though the windows were closed they heard a loud shrill cheeping and chirping from the garden get on with your breakfast like a good boy do said his mother and his father said you stick to the egg old man and look sharp about it but look at them look at them all hopping he cried they don't keep still not for a minute do you think they're hungry father cheep a cheep cheek cheek cried the sparrows best postpone it perhaps till next week said mr b and trust to luck they're still to be had then yes perhaps that would be wiser said mrs b mr b picked another plum out of his paper have you bought any of those controlled dates yet i managed to get two pounds yesterday said mrs b well a date pudding's a good thing said mr b and they looked across at each other and there floated between them a dark round pudding covered with creamy sauce it would be a nice change wouldn't it said mrs b outside on the grey frozen grass the funny eager sparrows hopped and fluttered they were never for a moment still they cried flapped their ungainly wings little b his egg finished got down took his bread and marmalade to eat at the window do let us give them some crumbs he said do open the window father and throw them something father please oh don't nag child said mrs b and his father said can't go opening windows old man you'd get your head bitten off but they're hungry cried little b and the sparrows little voices were like ringing of little knives being sharpened cheek a cheep cheep cheek they cried little b dropped his bread and marmalade inside the china flower-pot in front of the window he slipped behind the thick curtains to see better and mr and mrs b went on reading about what you could get now without coupons no more ration books after may a glut of cheese a glut of it whole cheeses revolved in the air between them like celestial bodies suddenly as little b watched the sparrows on the grey frozen grass they grew they changed still flapping and squeaking they turned into tiny little boys in brown coats dancing jigging outside up and down outside the window squeaking want something to eat want something to eat little b held with both hands to the curtain father he whispered father they're not sparrows they're little boys listen father but mr and mrs b would not hear he tried again mother he whispered look at the little boys they're not sparrows mother but nobody noticed his nonsense all this talk about famine cried mr b all a fake all a blind 
with white shining faces their arms flapping in the big coats the little boys danced want something to eat want something to eat father muttered little b listen father mother listen please really said mrs b the noise those birds are making i have never heard such a thing fetch me my shoes old man said mr b cheek a cheap cheap cheek said the sparrows now where had that child got to come and finish your nice cocoa my pet said mrs b mr b lifted the heavy cloth and whispered come on rover but no little dog was there he's behind the curtain said mrs b he never went out of the room said mr b mrs b went over to the window and mr b followed and they looked out there on the grey frozen grass with a white white face the little boy's thin arms flapping like wings in front of them all the smallest tiniest was little b mr and mrs b heard his voice above all the voices want something to eat want something to eat somehow somehow they opened the window you shall all of you come in at once old man little man but it was too late the little boys were changed into sparrows again and away they flew out of sight out of call nineteen seventeen end of section nineteen